Aloha, all my money makers out there. How you guys doing? Happy New Year! Today we have a fun topic. We're gonna talk about the five things you need to have with your Airbnbs and you need to know. And I'll give you some little hacks that I have on the side and little tricks that you can think about if you are getting into Airbnbs or if you have any uh, of Airbnbs. And uh, let's do it, guys. Let's get into it. We're gonna have a fun topic. Everyone loves to know about B&Bs and rentals and arbitrage and Maybe you want to get one of your own so let's do it let's talk about it let's go just before we get started i'd love it if you guys could subscribe below and that way we can reach more people and just help people make their money work for them in any different way we can thank you guys and let's get started in today's content let's talk about airbnbs and we i use the term airbnb loosely now and they i think airbnb almost took over the term but really airbnb is just one rental place that you can have that will manage your uh, your airbnbs so we'll be using the term airbnb but think of it as bnbs because there is vrbl there's home away there's uh, TripAdvisor, there's uh, vrbo there's so many other sites that will manage your Airbnb, which you will talk about. You need to be looking into it. But I think Airbnbs just took over the name of the industry. But they're really just bed and breakfast, private bed and breakfast or small uh, boutique hotels. So when you hear the word Airbnbs, it's, I still use it, but it's just think of it that way. So first thing, make sure you're legal. <laughs> I think that's the first topic to talk about when you're dealing with Airbnb, especially here in Hawaii. Um, it's a big rule that people just learn the hard way. And um, if you're analyzing an Airbnb in any market that you're in, understand that is the most critical thing. And this is where a lot of people in Hawaii, it happened. A lot of people got in trouble where, um, and this could happen in your state, your city, your county, where they're prevalence and you're going for it and you're buying a bunch of Airbnbs and a little backstory we have we had 16 in Ohio uh, we have six here in Hawaii um, and when you're analyzing Airbnb um, if you're not ready for that BNB to become illegal you know as a county may change its laws then you better be ready with plan B and that's why we're talking about legalities of it um, not just because you know it's against the law but because you have to be ready for plan b if that thing becomes illegal and that's what happened here in hawaii where these airbnbs were uh, it was it was in a didn't have law for it back i think two years now it's been um where these airbnbs were they're prevalent and they made money as an airbnb but then they didn't make money as a short term uh, sorry a single family rental so when an Airbnb is legal, it works well that way. Think cash flows and you make a lot of money that way, but it doesn't work as a single family rental because the cash flow now you're at a loss, you're not planned ready for it. And that's what you have to really, really number one thing to make sure to get ready for is that community, is that county, you know, against it or for it, is that state, you know, for that, for that industry. And that's what Hawaii is not. You know, we have uh, in Hawaii we have the hotel industry that really controls uh, our 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 con. They control a lot. You know, obviously we have a huge tourism industry, and once the hotel industry got behind it and pushed the politicians and states, and I'm sure a lot of bribery, whatever it was, uh, pushed them to 
really cut down on Airbnbs, uh, you know, make them illegal, it hurt a lot of people. So if you're in a county or uh, or a state that makes uh, is you know may make Airbnbs illegal, and your property doesn't cash flow as a single family rental, be careful because a lot of people got into trouble. So with that said. I when we did our Ohio 16 Airbnbs, we analyzed them as one. We use an analyzer called AirDNA, and if, if you haven't been on it and you're looking at Airbnbs, it's a must. AirDNA is a great analyzer to analyze Airbnbs. So we use AirDNA to analyze an Airbnb. Make sure uh, you want to know three things. You want to make sure you understand how much vacancies you'll generally have in a month. So you can plug in the property address, it'll give you all the data, it tells you a ton of stuff. But you want to make sure, one, you're analyzing how much vacancies and average you should have. So it, of course it'll be up and down throughout the year, uh, you know, higher in the winter. If you're in Hawaii, you know, in the Christmas time we have higher vacancies, higher in the summer as well, you'll probably have that and then lower in the low seasons. But what's your average number? Say it's 75%. In Hawaii, we're 90% plus. But say you have 75% average Airbnb uh, vacancies. So that's your first number. You wanna know vacancies? Then what's the average month uh, nightly rental? So on average, how much can you rent it for a, rent it for? So AirDNA will obviously give you a great number on that that number so you can figure out how much you should rent it for averagely um, and then from there you can figure out how much income you're going to potentially make a month so 75% you know rented at $100 a night you know generally what is 75% of the month that's whatever 20 uh, what, 22 days I don't know 20 I don't even know I can't even do math right now um, head spinning with some other stuff but what is 75% of the month 20 you know I don't know 25 days 20 days of the month right um, so you multiply that by a hundred dollars a night and that's what you should be making that's bothering me I got to do the math <laughs> um, that's what generally you should be making uh, a, a, a month so 0.75 so 22.5 days is the answer so take a hundred dollars times 22.5 days um, and you should make you know two thousand two hundred and fifty dollars a month so if you make two thousand two hundred fifty dollars a month that's what your income should be now taking a little deeper following the one percent rule now the big rule that follow quickly for rentals if they're good cash flowing just to analyze a deal quickly you know these are things you can do in your head calculator within you know a minute so is that rental now did you buy that rental for two hundred and uh, sorry, $200,000. $200, so did you buy that rental for $200,000 and is it, it's gonna make 2,000 a month? It's kind of just a quick rule, 30 rule to analyze a deal. Obviously with B&Bs, there's a lot more cost to it. There's a lot more to factor in on it, more expenses in general. But you're just kind of quickly knowing if it's ballparking a deal. Um, and you're marking, making sure you're something that works. And then the second part of it all, does that work as a single family rental? If Airbnb shuts down, do you have plan B? And plan B is single family or midterm rentals. So midterm rental is a new hot sexy topic right now. So will that follow a 1% rule? So 
that B&B should be cash flowing and making money as a B&B. It should be killing. It should be crushing it as a B&B. Um, if not, is it going to be working as a midterm rental or will it get by as a single family rental? Because in case your community, you know, shuts it down or your county shuts it down, then, you know, this thing's going to start losing money and that's what's going to get you in trouble. So, you know, we're thinking long term, you know, you shouldn't be, these are long term kind of plays. These are, you know, 20, 30 year goal kind of play so you're trying to analyze these things to stick for a long term um, so just think about those big things these are big numbers when you analyze a B&B follow the 1% rule do you have a plan B so these are two big things that to make sure you have in play plan B meaning that the single-family rental pool was it worked that way or will it work as a midterm rental will the cash flow um, and then and talking about cash flow make sure you analyze all your expenses you need to analyze, of course, your mortgage, your taxes, your um, insurance, your um, vacancies. You should have a vacancies in there. Um, capital expenditures. If you haven't heard that term, that means any kind of capital uh, expenditures you may have that will come up. Um, you know, a roof, flood, or upkeep of that property. You need to be having money put away for that kind of, you know that that cost um, and then any other expenses of the B&B you know Airbnb charges you or cleaning fees or any other expenses you know need to all be factored in, factored in there and have a nice big deal analyzer to analyze that thing a nice Excel sheet that's gonna grab all of those and you can just kind of plug and chug after a while you can start analyzing deals but the quick headway is that 1% rule and uh, and analyzing it that way so yeah so after you're all that and said and done and you know this is a good deal let's talk about how to make a good Airbnb successful what kind of tools you need to have um, and so forth um, because I don't think a lot of people really utilizes um, utilizes all the tools that are available out there I mean one you know it's given but a lot of people don't do it I don't know why is a lot of Airbnbs they don't have good professional pictures pay the $300 $200 to go get professional pictures really will help sell the unit um, you know update the unit make sure the property has very nice new trendy stuff you know keep it updated keep it clean keep it nice you know keep attention to it um, you know that could be part of, of expense that you factor in as well uh, we do things like having we have some angel wings on on a on one of the units in the bedroom and people take pictures in front of it and like that you know those big angel wing pictures and uh, you know it's fun and interesting they love that kind of stuff you know accent walls and make it very trendy you want to have it make it an experience in a sense um, but be careful when you are decorating an Airbnb. I see this very often with some of these new uh, newbies who are doing things that um, they're not ready. They haven't. Uh, they can't stand the test of people time. You know, when you're decorating an Airbnb and you're putting things up there that can get damaged very easy or the upkeep of it, because this is a huge thing. Airbnbs get abused big time. The 
an Airbnb gets abused a lot more than a single family rentals. You know, from the amount of people that's coming and going to the, you know, I hate it, but parties will happen in that place. Um, just the usage of these places are very high intense. So, you know, plan accordingly when you are, uh, when you are uh, designing it, when you're putting together the things that you're putting on the walls, for example, you know, if it's something that could get knocked off really easy or an upkeep of a, you did this cold plunge pool or something or a hot tub on the side that now has to be cleaned, you know, so analyzing a Airbnb, uh, you know, you have fun things in the yard that look fun and, you know, but, you know, six months later, how is it upkeeping and taking care of those kinds of things? Because, you know, often your cleaner is not going to go out in the yard. He's not going to go put the toys away or it's going to, you know, you have a rope swing out there. I've had that, you know, that's going to break, guarantee you. You know, those chairs with the, uh, that you sit on, you know, you think that's great. I guarantee you that will break. Um, so just plan accordingly when you're designing. Yeah, that chair with the swing and it hangs from the chain looks cool in the pictures, but you know you're gonna have two or three people jump on that thing and or somebody having, you know, SEX out there, you know, it's gonna happen and it's gonna break. And so just a plan accordingly because everything will break, everything. So you have to be kind of aggressive when you design and do things and even things like, I've used some cheap faucets, for example, that look cool from Amazon, are really cheap, uh, but they'll break even easily because of the amount of usage. So I will make sure I put like Delta and Mohan faucets and higher end certain things uh, because of the amount of usages that we've had. And I've also had to dummy down certain things. Um, for example, we had a kitchen faucet that is a touch faucet. And it's, I love it, I have it in my house and it's very nice, these touch faucets, sink faucets are very cool um, but you put it in Airbnb you're gonna get a hundred messages all these different guests are how do I work the faucet how do I turn it on it's not turning on you know with the touch touch faucet you have to have the, the handle open and then you can touch the faucet on and off sounds easy right but you just you're gonna get a hundred messages of how do I get how do I use the touch faucet you know the faucet doesn't work so I had to go back to that Airbnb and put a nice, normal kitchen faucet in there. Um, you'd be surprised. And even some of the utensils and some of the things you put in there, um, you know, it's gonna break or you, you're gonna, we had a, what is that, the stove oven that easily opened doors, of course they're gonna break that door off. Um, so you're just planning accordingly when you're designing these B&Bs. You know the certain things that you're going to put and not put in there um, you know I'll, I put cheaper uh, just general mr. coffee coffee makers I had a really nice coffee maker before but they're gonna break <laughs> so this is just an experience of having bean bees for a while you know we've had them for a long term um, this is just designing and getting ready so yes put it trendy yes make an experience um, little secret of trip trick of the trade I use I use Costco Costco figure it out the nice sheets I'll pay I'll pick out the nice sheets at Costco you know Costco has different towels I'll pick out the nicer towels at Costco um, you know I'll get the bed from Costco I'll get as much as I can from Costco because somebody at Costco did some mad research and figuring out the best shampoo and the best uh, you know so I will pick out the thing that 
much as I can from Costco because Costco figured out a lot for me. And that way, um, I'm not, uh, and, gen- and also Costco will figure out what the the average person type of bed they'll like, you know, like I like a real soft bed, but a lot of people like a firm bed. So Costco will have the most in between, you know, bed that everyone will like. So it's not just about figuring out what's the best or worst or what you like, it's figuring out what is in the middle of the scale that everyone is gonna like. And that's a trick, that's a huge trick there. When even designing a house and doing a flip, it's figuring out not necessarily what's the best or what's the worst, it's figuring out what everyone is gonna like. And that's why that's why I recommend Costco for a lot of things. You're trying to um, appeal to everybody. And that's, that's an art, that's a trick. You know, how do you appeal a bed to everybody when some like firm, some like soft? How do you appeal a pillow to everybody when some like firm or some like soft, like a firmer pillow? My wife loves a softer pillow. Um, so <laughs> trick there, we have four pillows on the bed, um, two very soft, you know, the spongy softer pillows and then two little firmer pillows. So we just actually had a guest at one of our B&Bs and she says, Oh, I didn't like the first pillow I lied on, but I liked the other two pillows I lied on. And it just gave them, you know, option to have that nicer stuff. I put very nice towels in there in our B&Bs. Towels are very important, you believe it or not, but it goes a long way having nice towels in a B&B. I don't know, some people, I guess they enjoy the, your shower experience becomes so much better when you have a nice towel. Um, and I actually kind of personally feel that myself in my own house at where I live, you know, I like a nice towel, and uh, I, I don't know something about it. And you feel a little nicer when you go to a spa or something. They have these nice soft towels. Now you're just creating that little more experience. And these are cheap, costly things. You know, you spend a little more on these kind of items will help give you a better experience and better reviews, better people, blah blah blah. So you pick and choose where you want to spend the money. And I actually spend a little more money on nicer things. Uh, than having you know cheap junk in there, you know, and it goes a long way. You know, trying to get and create that experience. You want to create a spa experience in the bathroom. And you want to create an experience in the house for them to come back and enjoy for for more. And with that said, that's important right there. You, uh, you know, the goal of a B and B when you're starting to rent these things out and get into the next topic here is you're not just using Airbnb to rent these things out. You need to have a channel manager, um, depending on your size, there's there's enterprise stuff when you're starting to have you know a lot more B&Bs, there's uh, Guessy, IGMS, for when you're smaller, you know, depending on what scale of B&Bs you have, how many, you know. Uh, it, it, when you have five or six, you're gonna have a smaller kind of channel manager and you wanna have a, a bigger one as you grow. But these channel managers help to not just implement uh, Airbnb like you're thinking of. You know, Airbnb, yes, it's 75, 80% of the market of your stays, but you wanna utilize, you wanna make every dollar from this thing. So if you're having a VRBO, HomeAway, um, uh, TripAdvisor, um, uh, I, think, I can't even think of all of them. I mean, there's like, there's, there's, 10, uh, there's 10 plus of them. Um, in Europe, you know, Europe they use oh, Booking.com. In Europe, they use Booking.com mostly. I hate Booking.com, but that's what most Europeans use. You know, they're not on Airbnb. So, 
if you are only utilizing Airbnb, and I scold my mom for this, is, oh, I get enough stays at Air, from my just Airbnb. Well, if you can push your stays up to, you know, closer to 90 to 100%, then that allows you to raise prices. So when you get a maximum booking possibilities, you have all these other sites all looking at your place, then you're gonna push up your booking. Um, you know, this is a job, guys. So your B&B, don't think of it as a, a uh, just a side hustle or, you know, I'll just let, you know, don't care about it. You gotta run it like a business. Treat it like a business and utilize it. And that's a huge thing to a lot of these homeowners who are just kind of half-assing it. You know, treat it like a business. And, you know, if I were to ask you to come to work for me for free, would you do that? You know, think of it that way. You know, you don't want to be throwing away money. You don't want to be doing work for free. You know, the, the goal here is to make money, you know. So treat it like a business and run it like a business. So having a channel manager will really help you do that and help you utilizing that. And then when you start growing that channel manager, as we just were talking about at the beginning, is having, you know, Airbnb and all these sites is they're taking, they're costing you money to book with them. So Airbnb takes a cut, VRBU takes a, take a cut, booking.com takes a cut. But if you um, can take the data of these guests, your guests check in, they, you should be able to grab their name, phone number, and email address and put it to your own CRM and start tracking these guests and having these guests rebook with you straight through your own site, then that is the real beast move right there. Then you're the real animal at this game because now you're cutting out Airbnb and you're cutting out um, that heat. They take a huge expense. They're cutting out their that cost that they would be charging. Um, and you can, again, you can do this through your app manager. You know, Guesty, for example, Guesty has a landing page. You can have your own landing page where your these repeat guests can come back now and book through your own channel manager and you know now you're cutting out the middleman you know they're directly booking with you if you want to you know manage that yourself or you just have a CRM that will manage it all for you and uh, that is the real OG move right there of the game is to to grab data in any kind of marketing and any kind of marketing business you do the goal is to get the people's information. Your business doesn't thrive unless you have people's name, phone number, and emails and you know addresses that you want to grab uh, their information. You want to build that CRM of people in any business that you're really in. You want to grab your customers' uh, profiles and keep hold of that. Say, for example, you, you guys are out there, you're trying to be a big social media influencer out there. What if your social media account shuts down? What do you have for all of that? You have nothing. But if you were to grab all your people's information through a CRM, who cares if you're, I mean, obviously you sat if your account shuts down, but if you had a information of all your people, it doesn't matter. You know, that's the goal of marketing is really to build a big CRM, a big list of customers. So think about that. Big thing to think about. Um, but then you can start tracking your guests you can mail your guests you can start asking your guests you know if they want to come stay again and so forth a uh, huge part of it all that channel manager is so much involved um, you can start automating everything so everything is automated with our channel managers uh, you have a automated message we have it 
the day they book, we send a message out. A few days after, we're sending a message out when they book. Um, be two days, I think, before their stay, we're sending a message out. Of course, the day they're checking in, we're sending a message out. Two days after, there's, you know, we're sending a message out. Um, and then, of course, when they leave, we're sending a message out. And then even a few days after they leave, we're sending another message out. And this is just now you are, hey, Mr. John, thank you for you know, staying with us. Would you please, you know, leave us a review? It, it doesn't say it like that. We're a little less nonchalant about it all. But um, now you're, again, you're the super host because you're constantly replying. You're constantly communicating with your guests. We have a you know, a hundred percent communication rate. Um, little things are important in that sense too, that often a guest will, um, I may have missed a reply back to some of our guests. And if I had an automated message automatically sending a reply back, then I still have good communication technically by Airbnb standards because my communication was, you know, I did reply back. So think about that, uh, it's really important. And then I'm not now having to tell the guests where the keys are or where the, how to find the place. So all these are sent out, you know, here's how the directions from the airport is all sent out. And here's a bunch of places to stay and do, here's the Wi-Fi information. Everything is sent out, you know, automated through the channel manager which sends it out to all the different uh, Airbnb, VRBO, booking.com, it's all being sent out through there. Um, how to check in and instructions, where to park, you know, all of that. How's your stay going? You know, is there anything we can get you? So all of these are, are automated messages that are being automatically sent out to, you know, make us super hosts, to have us great reviews, to have us great communications. You know, I have that, I get that review a lot. Oh, you're such a great communicator or you're, you know, so pumped to response or, you know, you guys see me communicating right now with all our guests. So um, I actually don't like to communicate at all. And then the last part of it all is to, to get a VA or to get somebody to help you with, with the extra communication that does need it. Um, you know, <laughs> you get the dumbest questions before I've had, you know, my, the lock is not working. I, I have everything coded and everything, but there's one of them has a deadbolt with the code in and you have to turn the deadbolt after the lock and uh, they, uh, the codes work, you know, not working and I can't open the door. I'm like, well, did you turn, you turn the lock? It, it says it right there, turn lock and everything, but they could not figure that out. And um, so I had to dummy that down and explain that better in the check-in instructions. But, you know, turn the lock to open the door. It was, uh, you know, you'll, you'll believe it or not, you'll get it. Or we had one where the code unlocks the handle, but then you have to press the handle down to open the door. And believe it or not, people don't realize that, oh, I have to press the handle down. So you have to dummy it out as much as possibly as you can and automate it as much as possible. You know, getting rid of all the keys possibly as you can and just have everything in combo codes that you can change and you can you know get rid of keys so you know that that's a huge savings there is to to dummy it out as much as you can uh, another thing is make sure you have a backup key or fob whatever to get into the unit uh, guests may forget to put the keys back or lose them um, and next guest need you need to have a plan b just in case you know they can't find the keys um, but you know having 
all of that in place is a really big help. Uh, another one big more factor software to have, it, it's a no-brainer you should have, is, um, is uh, Price Labs. Price Labs is a great tool. You can go into Price Labs, you can do so much in there. It, Price Labs is going to figure out what the cost should be for that nightly rate. It's gonna dynamically change as there's a concert coming up and we need to raise our prices because there's gonna have a lot of you know, people for the concert. You can go in there and tweak Price Labs and then Price Labs will change it on all your different platforms, which makes it a lot easier. You can just mess with Price Labs. You can do, um, you can do discounts and specials on there or you can change it even to, you know, if it's not booked, the next you have, you know, tomorrow there's no bookings, you want to have a really discounted for tomorrow because it's last minute, you can, you can have things like that all set up. So Price Labs is definitely a great tool and it did save, save or make me a lot of money because I used to think um, I did my own research and figured out what other Airbnbs were charging. Um, never use a smart tool, by the way, on Airbnb. Never use a smart um they have their own dollar amount tool. Never use that. Um, so I, at oftentimes is way too low. But you do want to do it when you do sign up to Airbnbs. By the way, you do want to use that recommended. They'll ask if you want a twenty percent discount. It helps you in the algorithms to put it up there. Uh, utilize it all. You know, you can also. We also have a turl that we attach to Airbnb. So when our guests check in, hey, we have a minivan that you would love for you to check out and use. If you want to have a vehicle added to your stay, here's a link to go register your turl. Um, to do it all and utilize the whole aspect of it all and make the money. Treat it like a business is what I can leave you with. That's the last part of it all. Treat it like a business. Run it like a business. You're there to make money. It's a job. You're there to keep it. You know. This business made running and making money for long term. I just want to take a quick second, and if you're enjoying our content, please subscribe below. I love it if you guys can leave us a review or a comment or let me know what you guys thought. I love honest feedback, and I love hearing what you guys think. Last segment where we have a Q and A. Um, if you could choose one site to post your uh, BNBs up, what would it be? What would that one site be? It would be the app manager. That app manager, I would post my BNBs on and make sure then that app manager connects to all the other sites. So make sure your app manager is connected and at least have BNB, VRBL, Booking.com, and TripAdvisor um, all connected because then you're utilizing and running like a business. So I wouldn't say just Airbnb, I would say the app manager and set it up with the app manager, the channel manager. So that's the answer to the question. It's not one site. Obviously, you know, you want to hear Airbnb, but no, you need to have it on an app manager and treat it like a business and run it like a business. Even for your midterm rentals, guys. So anyone has midterm rentals out there, you can put it on Airbnb for 30 days or all these other sites and treat it like a midterm rental, uh, treat it like a business. Um, but yeah, that's, I didn't, uh, that's a great question, of course. And, um, uh, you know, run this business like a business but thank you guys um for following in thank you for tuning in thank you guys so much actually for listening and please write and comment questions on our sites of indar hawaii every platform don't comment comment whatever you know there's no bad questions guys i did not know nothing in this business as i started the only way i got successful and grew is because i asked questions and i asked a lot of questions some people hate it when you ask questions screw them ask questions because 
we're all brand new at this. It's a it's a you know world where enough we can all succeed and we can all grow and learn together. So ask questions, DM me, message me, and just ask. Don't worry. I, I'll tell you if it's a stupid question. <laughs> I won't tell you if it's a stupid question, but if it's a question where you're kind of getting personal, I'll tell you. Um, you know, kind of don't go there. Um, you know, who's my private money lenders and who's all this? So. Uh, ask questions and yeah for private money investors we need some more investors we have some deals coming up message me um, or go to indarhawaii.com you can see all the deals we have coming up uh, we have a, some potential deals there lined up for you guys and uh, thank you guys so much for following like and follow and subscribe don't like and follow and subscribe whatever just enjoy your life there's enough for all, all of us to go around and have a great new year's aloha let's make some money